Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle, and I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios. This is season two, episode 20, Time to be Grand. Hey people, this is the season finale of season two, Time to be Grand. Yes, it's time to be grand. I'm going to wrap our season up with some tips on how to do this a story about the sand dollar and some upcoming events um and that'll be a wrap a wait for season three probably end of december early january okay here we go it's time to be grand how many of you have accepted crumbs in different areas of your life. Think about that. Like literally crumbs from like a job or uh, a partner or a living situation or school or uh, another relationship, your parents, your siblings, your cousins. I don't know. Where have you been okay with the crumbs that you've been given? We need to stop accepting crumbs in our lives and live grand and I don't mean that like oh you have to be in a big house if you want a big house great go get a big house I'm saying like the grandness of us and who we are as people and why do we accept less those crumbs that we think are feeding us but we're really starving because we don't have enough nutrition because we're not getting it from wherever, whatever. And you know why? Because we're looking in the wrong places. Those crumbs aren't satisfying because they can't feed us. No one can feed us but ourselves. So it's time to be grand. Only you can change that. I think about all these things that I talked to you about throughout, I don't know, the past year. And, um, I was like, okay, I'm saying these messages and now I'm going to give you some tips. It's really, I don't know, up to you how you want to use these and maybe these tips will work and maybe they won't Um, because everybody has, as one of my girls said, you know, that's that's just her journey, you know, everyone has a different journey. (laughs) Everyone has a different path and what works for me might not work for you. What lesson you learned, maybe I still have to learn it. What lesson I learned, maybe you have to learn. So everyone's path is different. But I wrote down some ideas and I'm sharing them with you today. It's time to be grand. So how do you get there? Number one, you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah, people. The places where you haven't looked, the places that you've ignored, the places that you've push down you gotta look at those places and things and events in your life and you have to be honest with yourself about who you are and what you've done and just be honest with yourself sit in your honesty otherwise nothing's gonna happen number two take responsibility for your life We can't blame other people for what we've done. Even if we perceive someone is doing something to us, our reaction, our response is ours. 
Be responsible for your life. COVID didn't make you fat. You sat there on the couch and ate potato chips and didn't move for nine months. Be honest with yourself. Take responsibility for your life. Number three, do you want, this is a question. Do you want to learn from others or do you want to make the mistake for yourself? Do you want to learn from others or do you want to make the mistake for yourself? If someone's telling you that jump right there that you're going to take from that cliff, it's really going to hurt. I mean, you might break some bones, which might not survive, actually. You know, come with me. I know this way. It's a little longer, but you'll get down the hill safely. What are you going to do? Do you want to learn when someone says something, when someone, when you watch someone go through something, do you want to make the same mistake because you want to learn it for yourself? Or do you want to be like, whoa, wait a second. I saw this happen somewhere else. Oh, I saw this happen with my parents. Oh, I saw this happen with uh, a friend, my siblings. I saw this happen at work. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to walk away. Yeah, I'm going to say no. No, thank you. I'm good. (laughs) So this is a question to you. Do you want to learn from others? Or do you need to make that mistake for yourself to learn? Number four. You have to give yourself permission and allow yourself to change. Otherwise, you won't, you'll be doing the same thing. And what you've been doing that's the same thing that doesn't work will continue not working. In fact, it'll probably get worse. (laughs) So you have to allow yourself to change. You have to give yourself permission to be okay with the changes that you make and the change that you become. Because if you stay the same person, nothing's going to happen, people. So give yourself and allow yourself permission to change. Um, Where was I? I don't know what that was. Five, number five. Accept help and say thank you. When you're ready, either a person or an episode or a song or I don't know something will happen that will come in form in the form of assistance or help or guidance now here we go you can say yes I'm ready and allow myself to change then the help will come but if you don't accept it, there's the other thing. You have to accept it too. The the help. We all need help. We all need help. If someone comes back, comes your way or some opportunity comes your way and you walk away from it, then you're, um, I think Yana put it best. Maybe she's like, you might be really, really ready Right? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to do things differently. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm going to backtrack. You might be willing. I'm ready to change. I want my life to change. Yes, yes. Your willingness is really high. But then let's say the chance comes for you to do it. And then what happens is you really show you're not ready because you don't make the decision 
to accept the help or actually do the change that needs to happen. So your willingness might be super high, but you might not be ready. I don't know, people. That's for you to figure out. (laughs) Next step. Let your spirit guide you. And this actually matches the following step. I think it, it matches the following step. But let your spirit guide you. And you have to say I do to you first before you say I do to anyone. Those vows are pretty serious in sickness and health. I don't even know what they are, but that's the one that sticks out. How many of us freak out when we get sick ourselves and don't even know how to deal with it and manage craziness that happens in our lives? Like how you have to say I do to you first. And that in my mind means connecting with the side of yourself that is actually very wise and powerful that people block out. You have your own, I don't know who referred to as, I, I, I've said this before, your own holy Wi-Fi, right? You have your own GPS. Someone said it, God's protective system, something like that. You, your gut, call it whatever you want. God, your spirit, uh, Holy Spirit, um, your ancestors, I don't know. But there is a piece of you that can guide you that oftentimes shows up as your own voice, <laughs> as like uh, Reverend Deborah L. Johnson said in The Sacred Yes. And we don't listen. So we have to say, I do. Say, I do to you first. That means listening to your spirit. Let it guide you. And that means things in your life will change. It's time to be grand. Stop accepting the crumbs. It's time to be grand. The last part, which is for me so healing and powerful is spending time in nature, whatever you can get access to, even if it's just looking at a plant or sitting by a plant that you have in your house, or finding a beautiful image online that shows the forest or the mountains. But you spending time in there's a bunch of studies out there, do it, go ahead, do the research. It helps your nervous system, it helps Uh, your heart rate, your blood pressure. It's calming. And there's actually a lot to learn from being in nature and being able to be still in that and just to receive the guidance from your spirit or whatever you want to call it or just even listen to the leaves and the trees and the birds And hopefully you don't run into a bear. And if you do, what I don't know, figure it out. Like, you're not supposed to run, but that's what I did. (laughs) Spend time in nature. Learn to be still. We all need to heal. And it's time to be grand. Stop accepting the crumbs in your life. 
You have your own path to live. These are just my tips that I'm giving to you. But it's time to be grand. I woke up this morning, and I think it might have been after the hike, a memory came to mind, which I haven't thought of in, I don't, actually, maybe since last year when I did my episode on my dad's birthday. And it was because I talked about my trip to Puerto Rico when I, which was almost 15 years ago, when I went to tell my parents, you know, I'd found a woman that I wanted to spend my life with and that, you know, we were going to start a family or join forces, forces and be a family. And the memory that came to mind this morning was about the sand dollar. So interesting. When I was at the beach, uh, that visit, I found a really huge sand dollar about the size of my palm. And I had never seen a sand dollar that big before. So this morning, I just looked up the symbolism of the sand dollar. Oh, and by the way, it broke. My mom broke in. I was so mad at the time. I remember being so mad. I think it was like in the airport and uh, she broke it maybe while she was handing it to me. I don't know. But anyway, that's that's interesting, too, because it comes up in the site that I uh, found. And it's called like the legend of the sand dollar tradition and action dot com. Um, <clears throat> so it goes here. Someone describes it that it has a lot of Catholic symbolism. Um, and she tells a story about what her uncle told her. On the top part of the shell, you can clearly see in the center a star, which represents the star of Bethlehem that led the wise men to the manger when Jesus was born. Around it is the outline of the Easter lily, a sign of the Lord's resurrection. At the edges of the star are four holes, and in the center, another one. These remind us of the four sacred wounds of our Lord on his hands and feet that he bore after being nailed to the cross. A center hole, the fifth, represents the pierced wound to his sacred heart, made by the sphere of Longinus. Longinus? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Pronounce that. If you turn the sandal over, you will find an outline of the poinsettia, the Christmas flower. Finally... If you break open the sand dollar, five, in quote, doves emerge. The doves of the peace and joy of Christmas. They are always, there are always five doves every time you open one, a sand dollar. And then I guess there's a poem. I'm reading this right from the website. Um, and it says, the legend of the sand dollar, that I would like to tell, of the birth and death of Jesus Christ found in this lowly shell, if you will examine closely, you'll see that you find here four nail holes and a fifth one made by a Roman spear. On one side, the Easter lily, its center is the star that appeared unto the shepherds and led them from afar. The Christmas point Santa etched on the other side reminds us of his birthday, our joyous, joyous Christmas tide. Now break the center open and here you will release the five white doves awaiting to spread goodwill and peace. This simple little symbol Christ left for you and me to spread to help spread his message through all eternity. I don't know. That memory of the sand dollar came to mind this morning. So I decided to share the story behind it, or according to this person <laughs> and their uncle's story, but I came up a few times. Um, good luck. Live grand. It's time. Few things coming up. 
uh, for my 50th, 50th birthday, we are going to Spain, people. We're going to walk El Camino, maybe like three days, three or four days. Then we're going to go to Barcelona. I don't want, I don't really want to go to Madrid. Don't get me wrong. There's some beautiful things there, but it's like, uh, I'm good. Kind of want to skip that. So if you're coming, I mean, start saving money now. Um, the other thing coming up, hopefully this spring, and I'll keep you in the loop. I have reached out to siblings and cousins. I have to reach out to a few more people. But we look so much all the time outside of ourselves for knowledge and wisdom, which isn't bad. But there's so much that we have. So this familial expertise and wisdom, I want to pull that together. Thanks, Mikey. And I want to hold some workshops with my siblings and cousins and people who are willing to do this. Something in like a four-part series. I'm not, we haven't really uh, decided what, but I know some people are in. So stay tuned. So Spain in like three and a half years. Um, family wisdom and expertise coming up in a couple months. <laughs> and next week, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Um, be safe. Enjoy time with your family. Laugh. Laugh a lot. And this is a wrap. Season two is a wrap. Stay tuned for season three in late December or early January. Until then, accept your sparkle, surrender to it, and allow it to be so. Keep shining! <laughs> <laughs>